to Inner Bloom, a podcast about how to live a happier, healthier, more harmonious life as you learn how to work with the universe, reconnect with your intuition, and bloom from within. I'm Alexa, a writer, producer, and EFT practitioner with a passion for all things metaphysical. And with me is my friend and co-host, Ambie. I'm Ambie, a physical therapy assistant, mom of three, an intuitive medium who has been communicating with the spirit world since the age of five. Some might call it woo-woo, but from our perspective, anything is possible, and we intend to normalize the abnormal by sharing our own life experiences as well as intuitive insights, channeled material, wisdom from special guests, and any other resources we believe will help our souls expand and thrive. Hello, all you bloomers. Welcome back to another Monday episode. I'm Alexa, your host, and with me is your other host, Ambrosia with purple hair, Matthews. Hello, everyone. I have purple hair. I'm pretty awesome now. No big deal. She's totally tubular. Totally (laughs) tubular, bro. Yeah. It's funny because – um, actually, like the theme of our episode has to do with the time in my life where I had purple hair. So, whoa, that's pretty trippy. Full circle, yeah. But I like that's- you with purple hair. I think it's awesome. Thanks. Thank you. It washes out, but and I'm getting my hair recolored next weekend. So nice. <laughs> so it's not my hairdresser is not going to be happy about the purple. But that's I'm okay. sure it'll be gone by then. Yeah, it'll be gone <laughs> by then. But it's cool. It's awesome. And, uh, you know, speaking of um, Ambie's purple hair, you can actually see it now because Woo. we started our YouTube channel. Woohoo. Heck yeah. <laughs> Heck, Heck yeah, yeah, we, we did. did. <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> um, yeah, we started our YouTube oh. channel. And it has, um, so far, it has, I think we have like eight or nine episodes up there. Um, five of those are the Money March episodes that we did with Leela. Two of them are interviews um, that we did with our friend Alec and Ethos, and then we have one episode up that's just one of our normal episodes. You can just see us, um, and this one will be up, and all the following will be up, hopefully, after after this. So check out our YouTube channel. We'll put the link in the show notes, but it's um, Inner Bloom Podcast on YouTube. So if you want to see us and see what we're talking about and see Ambie's purple streak, then go check it. <laughs> um, yeah. <clears throat> and if you want to see my that I am actually wearing makeup and actually dressed myself today, then you can see that too because I was telling Ambie I'm I'm going to <laughs> I've been looking forward to this for literally 5 or 6 days now that I'm going to my first chiropractic appointment and I'm like really excited about it. So, I got all I got all done up because um <laughs> I was telling Ambie, I want I want them to just romance my back. I'm just yeah. like I just you know what it really is, Ambie though? It's like this whole weekend for me has been like this realization of like I just want to feel good all the time. I just want to feel mm. good. And so yeah. my whole life, and I don't know if because you know what kept popping into my head how you said that you have to get your you have to do your hair before you go get your hair done. Like your hair has yeah. to look good before it gets done. Yeah. So for me, I actually – I'm the opposite where whenever I go get my hair done, actually my hair looks like the worst. Like I literally purposely make it the worst because I don't know. I guess there's something where I'm like, okay, I, I like to see the dramatic change. I, I don't mm. know. But 
But I'm realizing recently it's like, but that makes me not feel good up until I feel good. And then I feel like me feeling good, I guess, is dependent on other people. And it's like I could just make myself feel good with simple things that I can do myself, right? So mm-hmm. so I feel like when I go to the chiropractor, it's like I really am putting a lot of positive energy into this because I've never really like considered that I would ever do that for myself or I would ever go get it. I mean, that sounds weird, but – I'm also realizing I'm like, whoa, spinal health is so important and it probably relates to a lot of other things and symptoms I've been having and I want to go and have like a totally amazing experience and so I want to feel good when I go in there and feel like my best self and anyway, yeah. Yeah. Also, I feel like um, you you have like nice jeans and I know for (laughs) me – I know for me, like when I buy something nice, like whether it's like a new shirt or whatever it is, I'm like, well, I can't wear this shirt if my makeup's not done. Mm-hmm. And I can't have my makeup done if my hair's not done. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like this cascade effect, which is good. It's still a good thing. But yeah, um, as you know, I worked for a chiropractor for three, almost four years. Mm-hmm. And spinal health is super important. I'm a big prop- uh, proponent, is that the right word, of chiropractics. Yes, proponent. Yes, God, brain, work. Um, but I used to get like really bad headaches. And, I have um, one right now. Do you? It's interesting because I used to get them every day, every single day. And when I started working at the chiropractor, they do – so the chiropractor I worked at, I don't know how this one's going to be. Everybody's a little different. They do like a full history on you. Um and they were asking me, you know, do you think you need a chiropractor? And I was like, no, I'm, I'm fine. Like, I don't have any back problems. And they're like, okay, well, do you have anything that hurts? And I was like, well, I have a slight headache. Okay, well, how often do you get it? Every day. And they were like, that is not normal. And I'm yeah. like, what? <laughs> and while I worked there, I never got headaches. Yeah. Never. Every time I would get one, the doctor would treat me and I would be fine. So even though I don't work there anymore, I still go see him probably like twice a month. Yeah. Yeah. And my kids go too. That's awesome. Yeah, because I heard like a lot of spinal uh, – uh, what do you call it? Maybe not injuries, but just um, things get out of place even in birth, like especially Misalignment. In yeah, yeah misalignment because there's like pulling on one end. Mm-hmm. So they're like pulling and um, pulling the bones apart a little bit, mm-hmm. which is normal. But sometimes when they go back together, they don't go back in the right position. This is what the doctor told me. I don't know. I'm not a chiropractor, but this is what he told me. Um, but yeah, Ollie, Riley, and Bryn—they've all been going um, for about th- Ollie since he was born. Literally, like four weeks after he was alive, he went to the chiropractor. And he doesn't have any issues like Riley did. Um, Riley has really bad uh, scoliosis, which is an abnormal curve of your spine, and he's got like a lot of other stuff going on too. So he's he goes pretty frequently. Yeah, I'm wondering if I mean besides so the reason I'm going to the chiropractor is because I literally I did something in my hip <laughs> Sounds funny I did something in my hip um a week ago <laughs> and it's actually starting to feel much better now than it was feeling but I I know that what I I can feel that what happened was just an exaggeration of something that's already been happening like I just pulled mm-hmm. something but it's it's out of alignment it's not like it's better it's just it's starting to feel better from whatever I pulled um and so I, I started looking into um, chiropractics and, and like also just what I'm 
what I know about holistic health and re- what readjusting the spine can do. And one of them definitely is headaches, which is weird. I woke up with a headache on the side of my head where the, the hip injury is. And the second thing is um, I keep getting this feeling it's going to help my skin. I keep getting this feeling it's going to help my mood, my energy. Like I just feel like a lot's going to happen. Maybe I have really high expectations, but I, God, I hope they adjust you today. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh God. <laughs> oh, they're going to adjust me today. I made sure of it. I made sure okay. to verify that. Um, okay. But, but also, you know, this kind of just goes into as well, just like this, again, this kind of idea of like take care of yourself. Like I, I don't know. Mm. I swear I've had this whole – I've had this whole thing where I'm like I don't need – I don't need to like go to the doctor. I don't need to go this place. I don't need to go get a facial. I don't need any of these things because I'm spiritual and I, I can just meditate yeah. and this is it'll, – it'll fix I'm all of that. I'm going to meditate yeah. my hips back <laughs> yeah. in alignment. Exactly. Like I can manifest anything, says Abraham Which- Hicks. So – which it's you can. true. You, you can, can, but it might take a little bit longer. Yeah. But maybe what you're also manifesting is a chiropractor to come in and pop you back into place. Exactly. And actually, one of our listeners, Jamie Edwards, because there's lots of Jamies, Jamie Edwards, she um, she is one of the listeners who's been connecting with John. And she told me the other day that she just asked because she's been practicing. So she just asked if there was a message for me since she and I talk a lot because she's working with us with Perium. And um, – she just asked, is there a message for Alexa? And she said what she saw was um, – and this is really funny and makes so much sense. She's like she saw a ladder by the side of a house on its side and then she saw the ladder being put up uh, upright and then she saw someone like climbing up the ladder onto the roof and the message she received from that was like, it's okay to use the ladder to get onto the roof. You're not a superhuman. Like, use your resources. Like, like <laughs> it's okay to, like, use tools. Go to the chiropractor. Yeah, yeah, it's okay to go to the chiropractor. It's okay to go to the doctor. It's okay to get a, whatever it is. Like, it's okay to yeah. – you don't have to sit here and pretend you're superhuman. I mean, we all are, I'm sure. But it's it, it's very hard to get anywhere with that type of mentality when you feel stuck somewhere. So uh, that felt very accurate to me. Um Anyway, so anyway, I'm going to the chiropractor. I'm really excited about it. That was a big set. That was a big uh, side note, but um, good time. It was a good time, and I'll let you guys know how that goes. But I have uh, a question. Did yeah. you shut your door? Yeah, I did. Do you hear something? No. Look, your door's open. That, okay, don't freak me out. Oh my god, <laughs> you scared me. You made me think like a spirit opened it. That is uh, the bathroom door, not oh. the door to the. Oh, I, I have many doors, door you- Ambi. I thought that was the door that you shut, and I was like, "What the hell just happened?" I have in an abundance of, of doors. Yeah, rewind, rewind the video. I want to watch it open. <laughs> this reminds me of the other night when Ambi and I were. What were we doing? Ambi was channeling, and we were we were on video chat, and then she stopped channeling. She came back into her body, and she we were talking about the information that came through, and then she's like. Yeah, okay. Can you hold on a second? She's like, can you just can you just look behind you for a second? And this is how she is when she like comes out of state. It's kind of like she's like really tired and she's like, yeah, look behind you. And I just kind of – she's like, do you see that entity behind you? It, like in my room and I just slowly turn around and I'm just like – and I'm just staring and she's like, no, just me? You don't see it? Okay. 
well, moving on. And I'm like, where? And she's like, oh, by the way. And I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but cool. Party in here. Literally, uh, that happens to me quite frequently when I'm on Zoom. I'm like, do you see that? Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, no. And I'm like, close your eyes. And I'm like, do you feel it? And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, cool. And like, we move on. Oh, I felt I felt something before. Yeah. yeah. I just didn't see anything. I'm crying right now because I'm laughing <laughs> so hard. Um, all right. Well, let us thank our amazing Patreons. Um, Whitney Kanaka, Tiffany Polito, Thea Cynthia Da Silva, Tammy Lip, Sheena Bone, Sarah Meehan, Renee Hart, Nike, Mimi of Nieder, Melanie Larson, Marlena Brazil, Mandy Ford, Lisa Perez, Nina Stadler, Kellyanne Bates, Kasha, Jamie Witch, Jamie McMahon, Jamie Edwards, Heather Keeper, Grace, Ooh. Dana McFadden, Cheyenne Carroll, Charm City Foster Mama on Instagram, Kara Miranda, Bex Boo, Alex Lettieri, and Adonica Haskell. So many. Goodness sake. You know what's cool is that we are cool. like getting to know personally so many of these names. So now. many of those names. Like yeah. we have had phone conversations over the past couple of weeks with like at least half of these names, I'd say. And like, you want to know something even more funny? Like what? when I talk to them on the phone, I'm like, oh my God, I know you. Yeah. I hear your name. Yeah. That's and they're time. like, oh my God, you're talking back to me. Actually, yeah. like I'm hearing your voice, but it's interactive. I'm not just listening, which is so it's cool for us on both ends. It's a, cool for us. It's yeah. very cool for us. Um yeah, so thank you all so so much. Um the next conversations with John will be announced soon. I'm wondering if we should do that before the retreat or after the retreat. Before mm, or after. You want to do the the smaller group? One before and one yeah, after. Yeah, definitely. So maybe the one guess. after, maybe the big one will be after the retreat. Okay. Yeah. So um, <gasps> we could do conversations with John when I'm there. When you're there? Thursday night. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That would be so fun. Yeah, let's do that. Want to do that? That would okay. be so cool. Okay. So let's – we'll plan on that. We'll confirm that with you soon. But stay tuned um, in – stay tuned for when that will be because most of our Patreons are in that tier where they they get to uh, ask John questions. Ambie gets into state and um, she connects with an Arcturian guide named John. And no big deal. <laughs> and, I said no big deal. <laughs> no big deal. NBD. And, uh, and then our Patreons get to ask – him a question. Um, so it's pretty cool. And then we also have a new tier on Patreon. It's called Cocoon, which um, is a bit more money because it is uh, two meetings a month where you get 10 minutes with John instead of just like one question and you actually get to be on Zoom and get to ask him questions, aka like ask Ambi questions, him questions through Ambi while she's in state. We just did our first one of those. Uh, it was last week, and it was awesome. Like, it was super cool. Yeah. It was we, – we had a couple people in it the first round. We just hit – today is the first day of April, so we are going into a new month where and now we have a few more people. Um, and so if you want to get in on it for May – then sign up for it this month, and then we'll start – we'll add you into the group starting in May. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. So – all right. That's pretty cool because he goes in depth in more things. Like when we do conversations with John, the bigger group, um, 
you get one question. So if you ask a vague question, you get a vague response. I think he said that. And then also he asked someone just for an example, he asked someone, someone asked him about a past life and he said like the past life is irrelevant. Um, it's more of like what you needed to know from that life into this life. And then in the smaller group, he went into like very much detail about what they didn't figure out in that life that mm. is relating to this life and how that's blocking them in this life. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. It was pretty interesting. And it was it's also, again, super interesting to see how like John rea- responds differently to different people because some people are into – very different things, like very abstract things. Some people are into very specific things. Like some people want to know more about the universe and some people want to know more about like their specific life situation. And it's it's really interesting to like hear him go into depth in, in different ways with different people. So yeah, sign up for that if you're interested. Um, cool. And then also let's make a little – one more thing. Um, Purium. We are getting a lot of you guys um, reaching out about Purium, wanting to do transformations and also, you know, being interested in the business opportunity and the opportunity to, you know, create some abundance and income for yourself with this, with doing something really cool with superfoods, with helping people and healing people. And um, and so we are gearing up. First of all, Ambie and I are kind of building a team of inner bloomers, um, of bloomers, yeah. We're, not, we're not kind of building a team. We are building a team. That's and right. Actually, and last night it was – or yesterday I think it was – Ambie said something that was just, which was so on point. She, we were talking to someone and she was like, I almost feel like we're kind of cheating because we're also intuitive <laughs> and like we just like are all together working on this thing and we're super intuitive so we like can feel who to reach to and can feel who to talk to and it's it, it made me think I was like, oh yeah, that is super cool. It's like a huge advantage yeah. like our group of our team that we're building has um, as we work together on something like this. So if any of you are interested or have been thinking about that, definitely reach out to us. And let's have a conversation about it because this month, April, we're about to like have some major momentum with this and do some really, really cool things and, you know, keep building our team and getting together with our team to to move forward and help everyone, you know, uh, not fix their finances, but like create a new money story for themselves and also feel mm-hmm. good about themselves, feel good about what they're doing with the world and feel good in their bodies at the same time. So. And, help you, and help other people. And also we're going to do a transformation in May. So keep, uh, we're going to have more details about that. We're going to do a transformation in May because everybody's got to get ready for the summer and all that stuff. Um, so I think it would be, well, we both think it would be really good to have some kind of transformation to launch into the warmer weather. Um, and I believe that is it. Summer is coming. (laughs) For all my Game of Thrones fans, you get it. Um, <laughs> I've never even seen one episode of Game of Thrones, but really? I still know that. Oh I'm about, God. I'm going to get into it, guys. Horrible. I know. No, I know. don't do it. No, don't no, it, I'm Alexa. going to. Maybe I'll see. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to take away from my like work momentum right now. So maybe it's not a good idea. I'm, I'm telling you, like I watched the first season. It was so horrendous. I couldn't watch anymore. And my husband horrendous? was like, no, it gets better. And I was like, no, this is really sad. I can't handle this. Oh, like sad and dark and scary. And Very scary sad and, and dark. Stuff. Like that little kid that kills everybody is just freaking horrible. <laughs> everybody who watches the mo- show knows what I'm talking about. But – 
The Mother of Dragons is a badass. I would watch like a whole Khaleesi. episode about Khaleesi. Freaking badass. I love yeah. her. She's my She's favorite hot. character. She's hot. She is really hot too. Yeah. Well. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah. That was a good time. Um, if you're just watching, welcome. Yeah. Welcome. welcome to the podcast. Welcome. Listen. Um, cool. Well, the housekeeping is out of the way, so let's get to the nuts and bolts, the meat, the meat of this episode. Oh, you guys right. really have to watch us on video, otherwise you're not going to get why we're laughing. At. You're not going to get just doing, why we're laughing. We're, we're, okay. being, we're, we're, being, we're doing physical comedy over here. Um, <laughs> yeah, Ambie just – Ambie just – oh, my God. <laughs> She's making all these funny faces. Um, okay. Okay. So mm-hmm. serious. serious. Yeah, serious, serious. We're spiritual. Yeah. We're very serious. <laughs> those faces are so not spiritual, Ambie. I know. We haven't brought that back in a while. So not spiritual. Have it. Um, okay. Purple hair. Purple when hair. When you were yeah. purple hair. Here we go. Okay. So today's topic. So we were thinking, what do we want to talk about? And I was sharing with Ambie that something that's been very present for me, um, especially over the past several days, was um, a feeling of regret. A feeling of regret. Um, a feeling actually. Let me back up because I want to – This I think people will find this interesting of how I kind of started feeling this. Um, several days ago, I was getting ready to go to a lunch meeting and I was getting dressed and I was – my dad called and I was talking to him and I was mentioning him how my best friend from childhood, whose name is Ann D, who I have mentioned on this podcast before because she was – um, you know, like my best friend and my business partner in my other business in the music industry where we had m- made clothing and through events and all of that. And it my, blew up crazy. In my 20s and it blew up crazy and made all this whole thing, crazy thing happen with Taylor Swift and yada, 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 all this stuff. Um, Can I interject really fast? Sure. Every single person that has been like a main person in my life with the exception of my husband, when they meet me, they're like, oh my God. The last person I was with or whoever was named Amber, Amanda, or Andy. Andy? Am yeah. I the only one who said Andy, though? Uh, like all A names is what you're saying. All A names. It's only A And it's very close to mine. Like my ex of five years, the relationship that like really messed me up. His last girl, two girlfriends before me was Amber and Amanda. Wow. And then my ex... Husband, his ex-girlfriend's name was Amy, like his big relationship. And then my best friend, her name was um, Ashley. So, yeah. And your husband's name is Alex. Yeah, and your name is Alexa. It's very weird. It is very very weird. weird. But I feel like that's one of those little signs from the universe of like – it's like a synchronicity, but it's also like showing you like connections and stuff. It's like alerting you. Because I mean when I met Ambie and I kept saying Ambie, my partner would be like – before he met her, he was like, wait, Ambie? Because like Andy was – I mean just like the – the same way I talk about Ambie now, it was the same. So my partner was so confused. He's like, are you talking about Andy or Ambie? Yeah, who is Ambie? <laughs> um, so – Go ahead. I interrupted you. Oh, Go no. Ahead. It's okay. Um, so anyway, I, my dad called while I'm like doing my makeup several days ago and um, he was asking me what was up and I was telling him how a couple of days before that, my best friend from childhood and 
Andy. Andy. <laughs> yes, I got it. Andy was messaged me and said she was moving to Australia. And just to put this in context, Andy lives in New York City and she has always lived in New York City ever since uh, she graduated college. And she is like the New York City girl. Like anytime – I've asked her a million times, are you ever going to leave New York? She's like, never. Like I will never leave New York. Like this is my – this is – she's she loves New York. Like absolutely loves it. Thrives there. Has a bajillion friends there. She has a bajillion friends anywhere. But she's just like that girl, right? And – I picture sex in this city. Yes. Like absolutely okay. Carrie Bradshaw. Like love okay. fashion, everything. Just like lo- knows everybody. Very connected and just very a part of the city. So – Anyway, so when she said this, part of me was like, wait, what? Like, I really didn't expect her to ever leave, number one. But number two, it just kind of really threw me off because I was like, hold on. I did – you're – okay, you're going. And on one hand, I was like, whoa, that's so awesome. Like, Australia? Hell yeah. Like, that's amazing. Like, you know, we we have a couple of – me and Ambie have a couple of friends that have moved to Australia like this past year. So it's like – I feel like people are doing it. It makes sense. But – and so on one hand, I was like, that is freaking awesome. Like, good for you. But on the other hand, I was just like – and it took a little bit to sink in. But suddenly I was like, wait a minute. Is she not going to be there anymore? Like, she's really not going to be there? Like, she's going to be on the other side of the world? Like, okay. Um, so I it kind of sunk in and then I started to feel pretty sad about it. And, you know, I was just like, wow. And I started to think about how, you know, I've really taken for granted um, all the times that – I could have gone to New York. She's only an hour and a half away. And I could have gone and she told me to come. And I just kind of made excuses and didn't go. Um, And now she's leaving in a month. And she's literally leaving like – she's having like a going away party literally like on my birthday, which is also I feel like a synchronicity and just kind of one of those like winks at the universe of like Mm – and so so anyway, I just kind of – I started to feel a lot of regret and really kind of – it really was that feeling that I imagine people feel when, you know, they're supposed to go see somebody and then they don't and then like they pass away or something like that. I mean, obviously, this this does not involve death, but it just kind of – I'm like, oh, wow, this must be that feeling of loss where – like, oh, you missed out. Like you missed out on the chance that you could have had. And and anyway, so I'm doing my makeup. It's a couple days later in the mirror, talking to my dad on the phone. He's asking me what's going on. I'm telling him. I start telling him about how Andy is moving to Australia. And all of a sudden, I get this thing. It, It was like the weirdest thing. It was like on the right side of my vision. And it was in my vision. It wasn't a physical thing. It was in my vision. It was like this blob. I can't describe it. It was like a clear, static holographic, iridescent blob. It kind of looked like TV static, but like sparklier and more, a little more colorful. And the right side of my vision, and it was like no matter where I looked, it was just there. It was like – but it was a very much an entity. It felt energetic. It felt like an entity or something. It felt I, – I can't explain it. I've never really experienced that before. And it started making me feel so dizzy that I had to lay down. And then I had to cancel a call. Then I had to cancel the lunch. And long story short, like it just wiped me out the whole day. I had I got the worst migraine I've ever gotten. I ended up having to sleep for like two hours and then I got up and I carried on with my day and it felt a lot better. But um, but yeah, then I – then that night Am- Ambie and I were channeling and after we – while we were channeling, I asked. I was like, what happened with me last night? Like what was that about – or what happened with me yesterday or earlier today, whatever. And John was like, uh, that was a spiritual thing you were experiencing. 
And I was like, yeah, I know I could sense that. I was like, but what was it? He was like, that was anger. I was like, anger? Like, what do you mean? What Anger about what? At who? He was like, you need to talk to the people that you love and you need to tell them how you feel about them. And I was like, um, who? Like, who are you referring to? And he was like, you need to talk to your friend Andy. And suddenly it kind of all made sense. He, he was essentially telling me that like I had continued to push this feeling down for so long this feeling of just everything that I was feeling about it, I continued to push it down for so long that now it was manifesting in a essentially a physical manner, which was what experience, I experienced with my eye and what made me dizzy and what made gave me the migraine and all that. Um, so anyway, that was the moment that I was like, oh, God, I have to deal with this. Like, oh, I have to. I can't. I have been pushing this down for so long. I have been like kind of trying to pretend this hasn't been hurting me or that this that I haven't this doesn't bother me and mm-hmm. um, and I do have to deal with it. And so that kind of – the regret really kind of started to sink in and I really started to like tap into that a bit. And at the same – the very same time, another thing started happening, of course, um, where – so I used to be a music manager, an artist manager, and I have this artist, one of my artists, who was – I'd say he was like the one – he was my favorite because me and him really connected and he was like my little brother. It really felt like a like a truly that type of relationship and I just adored him and um and he adored me like constantly was constantly just telling people I have the best manager ever and she's so like he just we just had this amazing relationship and um the thing was when I first met him he I knew I knew from the second I met him I was like he is going to be the biggest thing ever like he is going to be so successful and the reason that I knew that was because this kid and I actually like kind of want to bring him in this on the show at some point if he'll do it because the thing about him is he is the ultimate manifester like he dreams so big he dreams he dreams like a child he dreams like a child he still kind of is a child I mean I think he's only like 20 now but he dreams yeah he started making music when he was like 12 or something. He's like a prodigy. Oh my God. Yeah. And so he just dreams. Like he just dreams so big. He gets so excited about his dreams. He visualizes, um, you know, he doesn't like call it any of these things. But what I'm saying is he is the ultimate. And he, um, and I think that's why I was so attracted to him and why I've called him into my life because when I did, because I needed that energy in my life. Like, you know, this was before I was awake or anything I had ever, you know, I was at all into spirituality. So, um, so anyway, towards the end of me being a music manager, I, there was just a lot going on for me. I was feeling really, really, um, I was feeling really, really like depleted. I was feeling really like undervalued. Um, I was feeling really just spread thin. And I started, I was very much in my ego. And I started getting very demanding with the artists that I was still working with. And one of those was him. And I basically was pressuring him into doing something because I felt I needed to be compensated more because I was undervaluing myself, et cetera, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. And, um, and anyway, it kind of ended very volatilely on my side. Like I was just like, I essentially was like my way or the highway. If you don't do this, like I'm done. I'm walking, Mm -hmm. which is a very common pattern for me. I have done that many times (laughs) in the past. Um, and he was like, 
I, you know, he was like really sad about it, but that he was like, I'm sorry, like I can't. And I was like, great, like cool, because I'm done anyway. Like I think I really actually wanted to be done. So part of me was like happy he said no. And um, and the reason I wanted to be done was because I was scared to move forward. I was very scared to move forward. And I had a lot of things that I needed to learn at that point um, in order to move forward. So anyway, it kind of all ended like that. And that was when I quit me, quit being an artist manager and then I got into all this and I had my whole health thing that get, led me to my awakening and all that. And then, you know, I found Positive Head and then I found Ambi and that's – it's been a couple years now and now we're here. But now I'm watching him <laughs> literally like blow up. Like he's on billboards in Times <laughs> Square. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's, it's okay. No, he's on billboards in Times Square. I'm picturing what? him literally oh. blowing up. It's not funny. Go ahead. That's <laughs> actually pretty morbid. Go ahead. No. Oh, yeah. So sorry. Figuratively <laughs> blowing up. Like he's on billboards in Times Square. Like a picture that That's I funny. arranged to be taken of him is now in Times Square. Like a – Holy crap. A like – and like yes, last week or the, a few days ago, um, I saw a picture of him. He was with one of the biggest artists in electronic dance music like ever, like le- a total legend, like a legend that will be a legend for the, the rest of time. And he has like a collab with him and he's signed by him. And they and, and the thing is, I it's one of those things where I'm like, I knew this was going to happen. Like, of course it's going to happen. He's incredibly talented and he's so amazing and he deserves all of it. Like this is in no way saying like – Ah, you know, he 100% deserves this. And I truly, like, truly do want the best for him. But at the same time, is it hard? Yeah. Is it easy for me to watch this? No, not really. Can I tell that this is a big lesson that I need to learn? Yeah, it is. Mm. And even my partner yesterday was like, how are you feeling about all this? Like, is this how – do you regret, like, giving that up? And I'm like, yeah, I do. Like, I do. However, I do have regret. However, what I wanted to bring to the table here was I'm having a new experience of regret, which is on both of these accounts, <sighs> could I have done something different in these situations? Could I have gone to see Andy quite a bit more in New York and kept up a relationship with her? Absolutely. Before she left, totally, I could have done that. Could I have handled the situation with Zach, that's his name, Zach differently? Um, could I have, you know, could I have, could we still be working together? Yeah, we probably could. Um, but the, what I'm coming to the realization of is that at some point I needed to learn the lessons that I learned from both of these situations. And if I didn't learn them in those situations, then I clearly would have needed to learn them in another situation. So if I didn't learn them there, then maybe I'd be learning them now with Ambi. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know, but it's kind of one of those things where I'm sitting in the regret and I'm just like, yeah, this sucks. Like, this sucks to feel this way. However, I I am still alive. I am still here in this moment. And in yeah. the meantime, I'm sitting here letting the regret – I could be letting the regret prevent me from actually doing something to create something new with these people, you know, because – the, the fact is I have a month left with Am- Andy. I have a month where I can 
go to New York and I am going to go to New York. Like that's a decision I made and I'm going to go spend time. And with Zach, it's like we still talk. Like it was his birthday the other day and we still talk. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so proud of you. Like keep shining. He's like, you too. I see you. You know, like we have a relationship. But it's 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 just an interesting – it's an interesting spot to be in because I'm like even if this was – it just feels like, okay, I would have had to learn these lessons at some point. You know, because at that point in time, especially with Zach, like I was not in any place to be where I am now. So what would have – you get what I'm saying? It's like yeah. – so is this – was this all, all supposed to happen? Because I know I could have made different choices and then how would that have affected now? I mean, I guess I'm going down a rabbit hole, but it's just something that I'm kind of starting to think about like, you know. I <clears throat> I see what you're saying and I think that – what you're doing is more important than, well, not, not that I think what you're doing is perfect because what you're doing is you're seeing what happened. You're saying that really sucks how I'm feeling right now, but you're trying to change the action. Mm -hmm. So you don't repeat the pattern. And that's important because a lot of people will see the pattern and be like, well, that sucks. And either live in regret. I wish I could have done that and not learn from it. Or um, repeat the same pattern. Like I had this similar situation with my brother. So um, I feel like I've shared this before, but I'm going to share it again. Why not? So my brother and I, um, we did not grow up together. We grew up in different homes. Um, we didn't really know each other very well, like at all. And my brother was in a gang. He was oh, a white supremacist. He was not someone that I wanted to be around nor have my children around. So a uh, month before he died, um, he called me. We have the same birthday. He called me for my birthday. Like he always did every year. I never called him. And he was wishing me a happy birthday. And I basically told him to go to hell. Um, because I was very much it's one-sided, you're not a good person, blah, 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 blah. There's no good in you, right? Mm -hmm. And I didn't even want to get to know him as a human being because of his actions. So um, when I found out that he died, all of this regret came up that I didn't get to know this individual and I will never get to know this individual. And, um, when different things came, so he actually was really the one that propelled me into this field, which is very super crazy. Um, but some of the stories that came out about him, um, like my sister was being harassed by this guy and he basically, him and my sister are very close. Um, my sister was being harassed by this guy and he basically like, threatened this guy in front of my sister and made her, him apologize to her. And he was always like that protective energy to her because he never had that. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, was there good in him? Yes. But does it still every now and then get to me? Yeah. It gets to me like just of how cold I was to him and how mean I was to him. So now I try to, there are still people that I don't care for that I don't want to get to now. Now here's the other important thing. Do I regret not having him meet my children? No, 
I don't regret that because he made bad choices and I don't want my children around that. No matter who you are, I don't want my children, especially my child that's mixed, to feel less than because you're not the right race. Mm -hmm. So I want to be very clear about that. But that being said, um, so I try to be more open and not as judgmental. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. I'm human. Yeah. And you know what your that story is like helping me realize is that we all have this is again going back to like what we're, what we're learning what we kind of fail to understand as humans a lot of times about life. It's like we think again we're supposed to get it all right, we're supposed to fix all the problems, we're supposed to but you know a lot of and we're never supposed to go through pain, right? Like if we go right. through pain it's an awful thing and something has gone wrong. But really really we all need these experiences and these examples in our life and and these these I don't even really want to call them lessons but let's call them experiences we all need these types of experiences in our lives like you had with your brother and like I'm having with these two people right now <clears throat> to remind us constantly whenever we start to in the future like whenever we have um mm-hmm. s- situations that could skew towards a similar route to be like, wait, remember, like, Mm -hmm. remember what happened last time. And it it motivates us and reminds us and motivates us to, to, to go outside our comfort zone and to, to do the thing that we didn't do before and to kind of get on the path that we do want to be on versus just like letting autopilot and our emotions take over and go to somewhere where we technically think is safe, but ultimately it leads us somewhere we don't want to be. And so- I think, you know, all of us, we need these experiences, like you're saying. Like, we need these people in our lives. We need to have these kind of, like, sad uh, experiences and maybe even some regretful experiences so that we can, you know, take that forward with us, but not dwell on it, but take Mm -hmm. it forward with us as uh, a learning experience. And the other thing that I was thinking of, too, when you were talking was, um, you know, well, for my situation here, for example, I was thinking about like with Zach, right? Um, I was thinking how another way to look at it is, you know, it kind of goes back to I think Brandon on positive se- positive head says this a-, a lot. He's like, just because a relationship ends doesn't mean it was a failure. Like, just mm-hmm. because you stop being in that sort of relationship with that person, it doesn't mean that there wasn't good things that happened there. And what I was just realizing was, you know, in my time with Zach, when I met him, he was with a manager who literally told him he was nothing, who told him he had nothing. He was getting in his head and he was – Zach could feel he had something, but this manager was just not giving him the time of day. And to be honest, I actually kind of took him from the other manager because I was like in my like savior complex and I was like, sorry, like you're not doing anything with him. And I knew the man – I was friends with the manager and I was like, he wants to come with me and like I want to help him and I was helping him. So we could dig into that, but we won't. But – um. (laughs) <laughs> we just won't. Um, <laughs> that's therapy for another. Yeah, that's day. a whole other. That's a whole other thing is probably going to come up later. But um, no, but but you know, that's when, a different issue. I'm surprised. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> but when he came with me, like something happened, and everyone around saw, like because all I did was build him up. Like all I did was tell him how amazing he was. All I did was tell him how good he could be, and uh, like how good he was, and just tried to. Even his best friend called me one day and was like, "You need to be with Zach. Like when he's with." you. You, he feel, you know, he's 
he he feels better about himself. Like it was a confidence thing and I helped him with that. And so, you know, I even if it didn't end the best and even if there was from my perception like a mistake made there on my end, like I still was a part of his experience getting from A to B. Like I still maybe helped get the ball rolling and I can feel good about that. Like I can feel good about having that impact on him and also his impact on me. Like like the way that it felt to help someone like that, which is what I'm doing now, right? Like it's what we're doing now. And it's like that was kind of my first experience with feeling like I'm really helping, you know? And so – um. So it's just kind of that realization that we tend to think of like, oh, how it ended means the whole thing was so bad. You know, it was a huge mistake or it was so regretful or whatever. And it's like – but now that I'm talking about it, it's like I still talk to him. I still have a relationship with him and we did some good things together and like that's okay. You know, it's okay that it's not still happening right now. So two things. One, I had this come up yesterday. I was watching – I don't remember. I was watching something but – oh. I know what I was watching. It doesn't matter. Um, so I kept hearing this this saying, sometimes all you need is one person to believe in you. Whoa. That's cool. Just one person. So, but then the other thing is that if this situation hasn't hadn't happened with two people where it was like in your face, if my brother hadn't died, mm-hmm. right, it wouldn't be as impactful Because I think of like how many other moments that like I probably have not even registered in my brain that they're so mundane that it just didn't make as much of an impact. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Like sometimes it has to get really big for us to notice. Yeah. And painful. Yeah. And that's okay. And like in fact, that's a gift, right? Because like it's a Mm -hmm. gift that we can feel pain. It's a gift that we can feel like that's why we decided to be humans to sign up for this human experience to just be able to feel and like actually yesterday you're you're reminding me of what I was hearing yesterday was which was um for some reason I got this urge to put on this song I have not listened to in forever and I forgot that I love so much but it popped into my mind and it was uh Cheryl Crow favorite mistake have you mm, heard that yeah yeah you're my favorite mistake so um so I put it on while we were like driving home from getting groceries and I'm I'm just like listening to it and the feeling I was getting about it was like I was thinking about when I used to be in LA driving like listening to the song but the feeling I was getting from it was like it was like what if that could be your favorite mistake like what if it could be a beautiful thing like what if it this person mm-hmm. and this experience, it could be your favorite mistake, like favorite mistake because it brought you so much wisdom and it brought you to where you are now and it brought you – and it brought them places, you know? Like like what if we could reframe this? Again, it's like all about reframing, but what if we could appreciate the quote-unquote mistake and really be like, wow, that was so special, you know? Mm-hmm. And and so I really, I really like that. Like I really like both of those messages. 
you know, yeah. favorite mistake. And sometimes all you need is one person to believe in you. And that's so ch- – and it's and it's true. And I and I think this would be a good opportunity for anyone who's listening and for, for us too, obviously, to just think about, you know, anything that you maybe regret in your life or any, you know, maybe you have that sort of energy towards someone or something that happened. But then to just think about like, but what were the good things that happened from that? And where is everybody now? And like how did that mm-hmm. – how did your coming together impact that? Because there's no way – that mm. if you interact with someone that it didn't have an impact on their lives. It's there's no way. Like there's no even yeah. even the worst experiences, even some something awful. Like I've I saw this girl I know who I know her from Positive Heads and she has this really sad story about like how her dad was killed senselessly when she was younger by someone who just like broke into the house and and he he had killed a couple of other people too just went on this Oh my god. Yeah, it was a very it's a sad story. She was on Positive Heads that one of the interviews I was doing um and just oh. like a week ago was finally the his um I don't know why after all these years but finally he was in court for it um, to be sent. I don't – maybe it took a while to find him. I don't really know. Yeah. Um, But she, you know, went in there and there was pictures of her just staring at him and looking at him and talking to the judge but staring at him in the eye. And she wrote some caption like, if you hurt me and my family, like I will, like I will – I will look you right in the eye. Like I will speak my truth. Like I will – and it was this power, like this power coming out of her, you know, that you could feel like, oh, this is like part of her story. Like this is a part yeah. of her rising wow. up. That and, gives me goosebumps. Holy shit. But so it's like even the terrible thing like that, it's like that person impacted her in uh, what what you would look on the outside and be like, oh my God, that was a very negative thing that happened. But what? It, how did it impact her? It actually impacted her in a very positive way in certain respects because she's really coming into this focused power and the strength and like what she wants to stand for. And so mm, the same could be said for our country. And I know nobody likes it when I say this, but I'm going to say it again. Um, Trump is yeah. probably the reason that all of these women now are standing up and saying enough is enough. And without this character, it might not have happened. So something really bad on the outside is actually turning into something really good because we're all standing up in our power and saying we're done. Like this is not working anymore, men and women. Totally. I think about that too with Trump. I I said that from day one with Trump. I swear I received that because I remember – when Trump got elected, I, I remember I went to bed before the results were in the night before. And then I woke up. I, I told myself, it'll be fine. Like, Hillary will win. Like, it'll be fine. Like, I don't know. And then I woke up in the morning and I just rolled over and I checked my phone and I just saw that he won. And I felt this, like, sinking feeling in my stomach. All of a sudden, like, oh, my God. Like, it really happened. And I, for, I had, like, an hour where I felt really dark. And then I went to walk my dog. I just took a walk. I didn't bring my phone with me. And as I'm walking my dog, I see this guy. He had gotten a flat tire and he was uh, pushing the car like near my apartment. And literally like besides me, like three different people stopped and was like, can I please help you? How can I help you? And the guy was smiling and he was like, it's okay. I have it. And, and, and it was this moment of – I was witnessing this moment of just like camaraderie and just – um compassion and people mm-hmm. helping each other. And I swear from that moment on, I was like, oh, 
this is this is an amazing catalyst for us. This is an amazing catalyst for all of us to come together and for all of us to care about each other and realize that, you know, um, that, that, that we're human and, and that we can, you know, bond together um, over these things that aren't right. Right. And that, um, and like you said about rising up, like the other thing that I keep getting a download about with regards to Trump is every time I see him speak, I'm like, you just make me realize that I could do anything. Like I could do anything. Because yes. like if you're in, if you're the president, then I could do anything, which means everybody else should be realizing that too because it's like you could – anyone could be the president and just say anything and do anything. And, and he, he made that possible. Whether or not he's good or bad or whatever it is, right. he broke down the barrier and showed people that anything is possible in that area. So that means that I feel like that's why I think there's like a record number of candidates running this year um, in the next election. There's like a record number of people who want to run for president. And I think it's because people are like, oh, well, now I know I can do it. I could do a better job yeah. than him. Yeah. Like everybody is pretty much like, I could do this better than he's doing. So let me totally. give it a shot, which is which is nice. And my mom and I actually get into some pretty heated discussions about this because her viewpoint is like nothing good came from this. And my viewpoint is, no, there was a lot of good that came from this. Is he someone that I agree with? No. Do I personally, like, would I have voted for him? No. But in the same regard, I don't think any of this would have happened if Hillary had won. No, definitely. And not. and I think it's actually turned into. I hope he doesn't win again. But I I think it's turned into like a good thing. So something negative turning into trying to look on the bright side of it and trying to look at the positive aspects, because um, it does feel like this sense of unity, and it also feels like starting to care about stuff that like we didn't care about before, right? Mm-hmm. As a collective, like the environment. Mm-hmm. When he starts cutting all of these things, everybody's like, hold up here. What's going on? Mm-hmm. Why are we doing this? Education systems. He's tried to change that. And everybody's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Mm-hmm. So like a lot of – and whether you're Republican or Democrat, both parties are coming together and being like, mm, I don't know about all this. And then also like the corruption in our government has been something that's come to the forefront as well. So – it's it's Just kind of thought. it's kind of like when you think about if you were to go play a game, um, like a like a sports game, right? And the person, like you knew that. Well, it's like when you have a big rival. Like I just keep thinking of sports. When you have a huge rival, like someone, it's like the Patriots. Okay, it's people who know sports, you'll get what I'm talking yeah. about. Everybody hate all. Everybody who loves football hates the Patriots, except for Patriots. They fans, always win because they always win and they dominate and they feel like that rival that's like always going to take you down no matter what. So yeah. it's kind of a good thing for people to play the Patriots because they get really revved up about it. They get like mm-hmm. real. They they train really hard. Like they get like in the total mindset, it gives them a reason to come together and like push as hard as they possibly can because they're like, it's going to take everything we've got, people. And and then just, like the whole country is like against the Patriots. I yeah. feel bad for them. Oh, but I, don't, anyway. I don't feel bad for them. They're, they're – <laughs> why would you feel bad? They're great. They, they know that. They like being in that spot. That's great. Yeah, and then they, they – ri- and the true. thing is they rise to the occasion every time. Like they don't let people beat them. So it's – you know, but but the, the truth is 
we it's it's in this play that we call life, you know, in this mm-hmm. this I don't want to call it a game. I like I want to see it as like a play, right? We're all part of this play. It's like um an evil like a an opponent is actually an amazing thing because it gives us a reason to be passionate about something. It gives us a reason to rise up. It gives us a reason. I mean, I remember several years ago feeling like I wanted to be passionate about something, but I just kind of like couldn't because I just it just kind of felt like like I don't know what's really the point and like what am I gonna do? Yeah, what am I gonna do? Yeah, I felt so small, felt so insignificant, and now it feels like the field is laying is the playing field is starting to get. It feels like everybody's getting so passionate that you're like, yeah, let's get passionate about something and like let's let's fight for something and because we could really change it because people want to make changes now and so mm. it's good, it's all good, it's all good. <laughs> um, cool. Well, thanks for um, letting me talk through that. I actually feel so much better now. Good. Um, yeah. And, um, and yeah, if you guys are resonating with this topic of, you know, this, this, I don't know, feeling regret and kind of wanting to transform that into something more productive, um, you know, let us know in our private Facebook group, Inner Bloomers on Facebook, just search it and find it and add or request to join and we'll, we'll add you and approve you. Um, and, um, if you want a private reading with Ambi or an EFT session with me, you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or you can go to our websites, um, ambrosiamatthews.com or alexasooths.com. Um, and check out our YouTube channel. Let us know what you think of these vids. And uh, <laughs> Finger guns. <yeah>. And <laughs> we love you so much. Bye, everybody. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would give us a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. If you'd like to get in touch for a reading with Ambi, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, we would love to hear from each and every one of you. And you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast. Until next time, remember, open your heart to the seeds of love and light and bloom from within. Thank you.